Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hi friend, David here from Learn Stage Lighting. And today we want to talk about when is it time to switch to a new console or how do you know you've outgrown your current console or outgrown a console that you're using? Okay. How do you know that? When do you know that it's time to switch? Because, you know, when it comes down to it, when I'm recommending consoles to folks, and that's a lot of what we do here at Learn Stage Lighting, and we talk to people about consoles, a lot of the time, um, I'm trying to set somebody up with something that's going to work well with them today, as well as into the future for at least a few years of time. Now, Everybody grows at different rates, right? Like, you know, a lot of times I recommend to a small band or a church, um, they go with DMXs or they go with a light shark or whatever. And, you know, five, ten years from now, they're going to be using the same thing. They're going to be happy with it. It's going to do everything they need to because their needs don't really change that much, right? They might add a couple lights. They might change some things out over time. But as a whole, they're not drastically changing their needs in console, okay? But there are others of you, other folks, including, you know, myself over time, right, who, you know, when we get to learn, we get to, we use consoles uh, over time, we realize that, you know, there's a point where you go, okay, I think I might need to upgrade my console. And today I want to talk about when that is and give you some tips about how you can best upgrade to a brand new console, okay? Uh, Because ultimately, you know, it can be kind of a hair-pulling experience, right? So the first thing is to identify, okay, when am I running out of console? There can be a couple warning signs as to when you really need to upgrade when you're running out of console, okay? Um, The first is that you physically run out of some capability that the console has, right? You know, maybe you start running out of DMX channels. You could start to put some of your lights in lesser modes, maybe, um, of lesser channels. And then, you know, that might get you a little bit of time. But if you're, if you're, you know, if you only have so many outputs on your console and you're running up against that to the point where you're starting to reduce the number of channels that individual lights use, then it's probably time for you to switch to a new console, right? And, you know, that's probably pretty self-explanatory. You're probably like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Um, Because that's pretty obvious. But there are some less obvious reasons, too, okay? Um, Every console, I, I would say has what I call a sweet spot where, you know, you go ahead and that's kind of the sweet spot is kind of where, you know, it is best, right? Like, you know, something like Onyx, if you have like two lights, it's not in its sweet spot. But if you have like, you know, more than 50 lights, now you're starting to get an Onyx's sweet spot up to, you know, hundreds of lights. Something like DMXs can control you know, NTX DMXs, I recommend it a lot to people, uh, especially when they're just starting out. It can control 512 channels of DMX. So you can fill that thing up with lights, right? But 
when you get, you know, I don't know, above 10 to 15 lights, maybe, uh, maybe 20, it, it really depends on, on your, your needs. But when you start to get into the tens of lights with a console like DMXs, it starts to get out of its sweet spot. And you know you're out of your console's sweet spot when, you know, programming fairly simple scenes takes you a really long time because you're going in, you're having to touch lots of different lights, and the console's not really optimized for that. Or maybe, not on the programming side, but on the playback end of life, you, um, you're you running out of faders on the console. You need more faders, and there's no option to add a fader wing or anything like that. Or maybe you run into it, and you're like, hey, um, you know, I uh, you're running out of space on, you know, memory of total cues, because some consoles, uh, including like the Light Shark, have a limit to the amount of cues that you can have, right? And so maybe you're running out that way. Um, so if you're running out of capability, that's another reason why it's time to switch to a new console. Um, and then the last reason is when your capabilities and what you want to do programming-wise outshine what the console can do. And what I mean by that is that, you know, again, every console's got its sweet spot, right? I like to say that you can have simple or you can have complex, but it's very difficult to have both in a lighting console, meaning that if you want to do very complex things with a lighting console, then there's going to be a larger learning curve to that console. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be slower to program, okay? Because something like Onyx, a, a professional-grade console and other pro-grade consoles, I can get around more quickly on those than I can on some entry-level consoles. But for somebody who's new, um, it the learning curve on a more entry-level or intermediate-level console is a lot shorter, getting you programming faster, getting other volunteers or other people who aren't lighting folks that you know up to speed so they can help you out um, is going to be a faster process, right? So that's something to consider as well. Now, so if you've decided it's time to switch to a new console, then if you're switching softwares, basically, you know, you're not switching between like control surfaces or models within the same console. If you're, if you're completely switching uh, types of software, then you got to understand, like, there's no way to import from one software to another in lighting, right? Um, there's no way to, like, export your file and be able to open it in another piece of software. Like, there are some consoles, like Onyx can do this to an extent, where you can't actually capture DMX input from another console and save it places. Um, but I find a lot of the time it's just cleaner and better to start programming from scratch again. So when it comes to moving to a new console... Um, a lot of times people do put it off, and for good reason, because they know they're going to have to start reprogramming everything. I was just talking to a guy from a church the other day, actually emailing back and forth, um, trying to find the right gear for him. And, you know, they had a console, and they said, you know what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and buy the new console, and during the week, the pastor or whomever, I think it was the worship pastor, is going to program and, and really get working on this new console, you know, get to understanding how it works, watch the training videos inside Learn Stage Lighting Labs, et cetera, et cetera, and get up to speed there. 
And then, but on Sundays, they're going to unplug that DMX, plug in the old console, and run what the volunteers are familiar with. Then, you know, when the guy was up to, is up to speed, they'll transition the volunteers over and start teaching them that. And so, and start teaching them the new console, okay? So when it when it does come to switching a new con to a new console, it's generally a pretty bad idea to go go cold turkey um, on your old console. If your old console or software is still somewhat capable or can do the events you're looking to do, even if it's just barely, then you know keep it around as a backup for a few minutes, right? Keep it around for if you have a show coming up and you go, you know, I've done this before. I have a file in my old console. I just want to use that. Or, you know, there's going to be a lot of programming on this one, and I'm not up to speed into the new console. You know, that's fine. But then, there should be a point, and there will be, hopefully not too far into things, where you get comfortable enough on the new console that you say, okay, I feel good about this. We're going to pack up that old console. We're going to get rid of it. You know, maybe sell it. Maybe just put it in a corner somewhere, depending on what it is, if it, and if it has any value, right? Um, and so... And so what you're going to do is, you know, exactly that, right? Get to that point where things are great and uh, you're now able to transition fully. And when you do hit that point, then you've moved over to your entire, uh, you've run into your entire, you know, your rig, your entire show is now everything you do is on the new console and you're ready to go. And that point, woo, big thumbs up awesome for you and now you're ready to actually go to the last episode of the podcast a little bit earlier this month where we talked about um, why you should really get to know the features in depth of your console because once you get the basics down right once you kind of get okay i have a similar understanding i can make happen whatever i did on my older simpler console you know then it's time to go ahead and bump up to that new desk and go you know all right um you know, let's bump up to this new thing. Let's get going. Let's switch and 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 really, really learn the features. You know, now that we've switched, rather, really, really learn the features of this new console. And when you do that, then you'll start to really become a master. But remember, as always, as I said in the last episode, and we should remind ourselves often, don't become a feature nut, <laughs> getting into getting deep into the features just for the sake of it. But get into the features, learn your console, learn how to use it well, so that you can make great events. Um, Because ultimately, if your focus is not on creating those great events, then who really cares? (laughs) Because it's all about how things look on the stage. It's all about how the uh, musicians and the audience react and whatever it is to make things really work great for your show. Whew, felt good. Felt good to get that off my chest. So I hope you've enjoyed this video and uh, this video, this podcast. And if you have, make sure you subscribe, uh, share it with somebody. If you know anybody else who digs lighting, share it. And we'll be back again in just a couple weeks for our next episode to talk about whatever it is we're going to talk about. I know I've got it written down somewhere, but it's not in front of me right now. Until then, check us out, learnstagelighting.com for everything, and we will see you guys on the next episode.